0: Springfield's Talk, one oh four one. Welcome to the show. My name is Nick Reed. We are at Scramblers, it's the Friday Road Show. Sponsored by Affordable Toy. What the headphones not work? You just don't want them on. I don't know if I was on yet. well um, I mean, I guess you can be. Might as well. You're here. here. What? You're on? I got you on. Oh, I'll yeah. I put you on. I went ahead and put you on. Thought, why not? Well, how's it going? We'll just start it off. We we got uh, Anthony Carricker with us this morning. It's going pretty well. Glad to hear it. Uh, Your testing, you said. You're you're really enjoying it. Oh,
1: yeah. The the lovely continuing education for uh, our loan licensure that we have to do every year. And I actually get to do it twice, once for my loan license, and then the real estate side, you have to do it as well. So I I don't envy realtors. Theirs is worse, even though it's once every two years. It's drier. Ours is pretty bad, but, you know like a, i was saying we need to set up a video and it, it would be like a america's funniest home videos watching my facial expressions and my frustration at the ineptitude of some of these courses
0: <laughs> well it doesn't surprise me that's for sure Well, I, anything
1: I, that's a government regulation I you know it's going to be ridiculous i, I know
0: it, it's just infuriating in fact i'm going to share i was having a I'm saying it out loud so don't forget. I was having a conversation with a small business owner in Springfield yesterday. I'm not I'm not even a business owner in Springfield, and it still infuriates me what this city does to the small business owner. But before I get to that, what's up?
1: Oh, so far the, the transition over to Fairway has been excellent. Um, several of our files now, we've had, you know, start to finish through underwriting got to clear your clothes on them in about 20 days which you know compared to some places is excellent nice. um Very so good. we've been thoroughly impressed with that process has gone well for our clients so you know all in all it seems like it's been a good switch and we're just plugging along business as usual but what's the biggest hang
0: up going on right now
1: in general for people getting loans right yeah um Probably interest rates still, honestly. Uh, uh, rates haven't come down uh, nearly as much as they were kind of thinking they were going to. But, again, our lovely government dragging its feet. You know, if they'll ever pull their heads out of the dark area and realize where we're actually at economically instead of making up new definitions, we're going to see that drastic change what's that the fun in that? Uh, I know,
0: Aren't I mean, you surprised? Don't you think, like, for example, the administration... They manipulate the oil reserve for political purposes. They drained it. Biden drained it before the midterms in order to artificially lower the price of the pump. Uh, they've been filling it, and there was a Politico piece noting that they are doing that so that they can once again drain it in the run-up to the presidential election to artificially drop the price of the pumps. So they see what we're doing is working. and But when it comes to... Like you talk about here, they're dragging their feet, and and they could make things better, right? Interest rate. So, aren't you surprised? Like, I mean, we're getting into an election cycle. It would just you would think behoove the people in power now to make things better for people.
1: Well, it's kind of a double edged sword for the oh. government because declaring a recession not seen as well. Good yeah, thing. that's okay, um, okay. except for the the people who are listening to us, and you know, the yeah. others who understand how the industry of mortgage works and how the rates do follow economically. You know, that's not something people really think. It's like, ooh, recession could be good. Right. You don't want to hear about a recession, typically speaking. And let's be real: the, the Democrats are going to do whatever they can before the election right. to try and make themselves look all sparkly and clean mm. and pretty. So I wouldn't we support be police and parents. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see some sort of drastic move. Either him trying to Got you know it. artificially lower rates again through you know buying up bonds and securities like they did back during COVID, or you know like you were talking about at the pump. You know they're just gonna they're yeah. gonna do some sort of sneaky move, and unfortunately, all the people that voted for him the first time have kind of proven they're a little easy to manipulate. So we'll see how that goes.
0: The one thing I would say here before we let you go is because I hear people and it's it's everywhere. People are they're they're holding tight to their money. They're kind of batting down the hatches. And and in the when things were going poorly in the beginning, they didn't do it so much. But I think now they're worried that it's not going to get better for a while. And so there are people that maybe they're renting and like, well, I, those interest rates, you know, my. Friends have a 3.25, and I don't want to, but here, and they're like, because I'm going to be wasting money. Um, Well, you can always refinance when the rates go down. And if you're paying rent, that's, what, uh, $1,100 a month that you're wasting, if you will. Yeah,
1: essentially 100% interest payment. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. One more thing of note for Fairway that I didn't uh, remember to mention earlier, specifically for VA people, any of our veterans out there, We actually, at Fairway, do not charge veterans, let me get the proper verbiage here, the lender fees. So not only can you be exempt if you're, you know, on disability or anything from the actual VA funding fee, but at Fairway, we aren't going to charge you the lender fees either. So just a little tidbit for those veterans out there.
0: Very good. And as always, it always starts, the very first step that you take, well, unless you run into one of the characters out here and have a conversation but uh to begin the process i want a great home loan dot com
1: because you do have
0: a great weekend thank you you as well all right in just a moment we'll have a look at the traffic we are expecting rain weather wise we'll touch on that through the weekend right now latest news update
2: good morning everyone i'm color 10's angela luna the Barry County Sheriff's Office confirms that Mario Chaitoul was captured in Pennsylvania after months on the run. We brought this to you as breaking news in June when Chaitoul and six other inmates escaped from the jail in Cassville after luring guards into a cell, assaulting them, and handcuffing them to the floor. Six of the escapees were arrested in the area that same day, but Chaitoul got away until this week. He was being held on charges of incest and first-degree child molestation. He now faces assault and kidnapping charges related to the escape. Nine people, including eight children, are hurt after a bus crash into an embankment in Phelps County. It happened Thursday morning on Missouri Highway M, one mile west of Edgar Springs. According to the Missouri State Highway Patrol, the bus went off the road and hit a sign before getting back on the road and running into an embankment. Tune in to the latest news at 5 and 6.
3: I'm Angela Luna.
0: That news is wonderful. The first alert (laughs) forecast distracted me, sir. Just stop your distractions. The first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. It is going to be a rainy weekend today. We are looking at off and on rain, a high today of 78. Rain tonight, 65 for low. Chance of rain tomorrow, 82. And a chance for rain Sunday with a high near 76. Traffic update now. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. My name is Nick Reed, and welcome to the show. Look, it's Don Carriker. So Don is here to talk about stuff, information. Uh, I want to talk about stuff. Most voters, particularly when it comes to a primary, they show up, and maybe they've seen ads on TV. People want their vote. They've seen the flyers in their mailbox. They hear they stuff the, on the radio. They hear stuff on the radio. <laughs> and then they go and they see the name on the ballot. But oftentimes, probably most times, they don't ever stop to think how did those names get here? What, what, what does it take? How how does this person, you know, I got five people here, and they're all Republicans that say they want to be the person that runs against the Democrat in the general election. But how do those people get there? What does it take? And that varies to some degree. It's magic. Yeah. uh, Largely what has occurred in Missouri is basically all you have to pay is a fee. And regardless of your political beliefs or background, you can run as a Republican. You could be a left-wing complete bernie sanders nut job and be like uh well only republicans win in this district so i'm gonna pretend i'm one and the party's like well okay just give us a check and we'll let you yep and there are some you'd be one of these individuals like you know what that may not be the best practice so and this we've had you on talking about this you have been um part of this effort to have standards put in place and there's actually some pushback amongst I guess people even within the party. So talk to us a bit about everything that's going on and and Okay.
2: Be happy just, to Yeah
0: let get give for people example, an idea of what's occurring.
2: A lot of you remember back a few years back, it's been I think maybe like ten years ago, we had like thirteen people run for the seventh congressional district as Republicans in the primary. Thirteen people ran. Now, all 13, most of them, were, were Republicans. What you're talking about is actually a vetting process. Now, people go, oh, well, you can't do that. There's no vetting in Missouri. You can't. We're we're an open primary state. Like you said, anybody can run under the R banner, the D banner, the I banner, whatever you want to run. You just, just go over there, pay your money, and you pay it to the clerk, and, and you just go ahead and sign up. Well, legally, that's not really the way it works. And no one has enforced that in Missouri that I'm aware of since as far back as we can remember. But I'm going to read section, I wish Tom Martz was here because he would would back me up. Section 115.357, he likes to talk that language and everybody's like their eyes glaze over. But filing fees, declaration of ability or inability to pay Missouri Revised Statute 115-357. as provided in subsection, and I'm not going to get into that stuff, each candidate for federal, state, or county office, okay, so federal, president, senators, House of Representatives, state office, state treasurer, state governor, blah, 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 county office, all your county officials, your sheriff, your your clerk, all those people, before filing his or her declaration of candidacy, pay to the treasurer of the state or county committee of the political party, upon whose ticket he or she seeks nomination, a certain sum of money as follows. What does all that mean? Do they pay the clerk, or do they pay the secretary of state? And that sounds like you get to pick one. No, you don't. You, you do it according sounds to like. what you're running for. If you're running for a county office, mm-hmm. and you're not paying, I'm going to read it again, pay to the treasurer of the state or county committee we're not talking the clerk we're not talking the secretary of state they have to pay the party the republican party if they want to run as a republican they have to pay the party treasurer now that's vital this is so important because what happens if the treasurer refuses that fee well let me tell you back on. a of years ago, there was a Ku Klux Klan guy that wanted to run under the Democrat Party, and surprisingly enough, they did It was Duke, uh, no, I, I, David Duke. I'm sorry, he wanted to run under the Republican Party. He wanted to run under the Republican Party, and the Republican Party said, "Nah, we're not going to let you." Okay, that's an extreme example, but they did put their foot down and say, "We're not going to allow you to run as a Republican because we know darn well." You're not a Republican. Right. Now, that, quite honestly, David Duke should have been able, he did, but he he has more, he would have more standing because it was a total, it wasn't a, there wasn't a set of rules mm-hmm. to vet somebody at that time. They just said, hey, we know you're not a Republican. We're not going to stand for it. We're not going to let you run. Right. And it went through. It, you know, he didn't run as a Republican. Well, back in Lincoln days that happened here in Springfield, Back in February, we got together. The county committees got together and had a meeting. And we said, why don't we do this at the county level? Why don't we do it at the state level? Why don't we vet people and let them know that we either are giving our stamp of approval or we're not? Well, who does that? The county central committees have the authority, power, and not only that, the duty to make sure that people who run with an "R" by their name are ours, Republicans. How do you do that? Well, they have a belief, We have a belief system. Petty people that are Republicans. I know. I know you're more. You lean more libertarian than Republican. At least that's what you've said. And I definitely lead hardcore Republican. I'm. I'm as Republican as the day is long. In the sense that, if you read the darn platform. I'm a solid, hardcore Republican. I'm even more Republican, more conservative than some of the parts of the platform. But if you say you're a Christian, what does that mean?
0: Uh, you accepted Christ, and As you your Lord believe and His mm-hmm.
2: teachings, mm-hmm, yeah. and you follow probably the Bible. But there's a set of criteria that makes you a Christian. If you are a true Christian, now, yes, there are people that can put the ichthys symbol, the fish symbol, on all their stuff and they do it to make money because they want people to use them and they're not truly a Christian. Nobody's out there vetting those people except the vetting of public opinion. The Republican parties from the central committees, the central committees in each county, 114 counties, each central committee has the full authority and responsibility to vet their candidates for the county offices. And the state, has not only the authority but quite honestly they have the duty to do it because if they don't do it there they are perpetuating fraud and deceit upon the public now how can i use such strong words Well, there have been court cases that have gone through and even justice uh... scalia has said and i'm gonna read this it's a little it's a little lengthy but i'll read it real quick The United States Supreme Court has said as recently as the year 2000 that it violates a political party's constitutional right of a freedom of association to prevent a political party from rejecting a candidate of whom it does not approve. Well, hell, why haven't we been doing that? Why aren't we picking people that are true Republicans in our districts and saying, yes, you can run, no, you can't run? All we do is, well, go pay the clerk we'll put you on the ballot and everything's hunky dory no longer christian county and has is part of repackmo.com repackmo.com republican association of central committees we're in formation right now we don't have our 5013 whatever yet but it is going to happen and the county committees are gathering together and have been for almost a year to try and take back our responsibility and our power to vet candidates that run as Republicans.
0: So we just for your pacing purposes, we got yeah. about three minutes left. Okay. So,
2: yeah. Ask any questions. Questions. I, I, so or is this
0: this? And we've talked about this. And some people, <clears throat> this is new territory for a lot of people. This is something that you, they haven't really thought about. I like this sort of subject matter um, because I don't think that. Well, it's not a party line issue. Um, I, I'm I'm with you on this. Um, is there pushback? Yes,
2: yes, there is pushback. A lot of the which I imagine we had. We went to this the state committee meeting was a week ago Saturday, I believe. And we went. I went to that as a. I wasn't able to be part of it, but you know, Ken Hurley. Right, we've mentioned mm-hmm. Ken yeah. early before. He's he's an, adv- adv- uh, uh, an activist, and Sandy Carnes, my vice chair in Christian County, she's also a committee woman for the state. So we go up there. We went up there, and Nick Myers is the head of the Republican Party for the state of Missouri. He's from this area, and one of the big uh, committee men in this area is Gordon Kinney. Mm-hmm. Gordon Kinney, Nick Myers, those are two names you need to imprint on your memory for right now because we need them to accept their responsibility to vet people, not only who want to newly run, not only those who want to newly run, but those who are already in office that are detrimental and really, quite honestly, don't associate with our party. It happens all the time in St. Louis and Kansas City. That's why we have... A supermajority in, in, uh, Columbia, in, in uh, Jefferson City, we have a supermajority, and we've got the governor, and we can't pass an anti-abortion law? Are you kidding me? It's because we are not vetting our candidates that run under the Republican
0: banner. I can't think of any other organizations out there, that, other than political organizations, that allow people... To be
3: to associate
0: associate with and be in complete opposition to all of the stated values and goals of that organization, and and the organization be like, Oh, no, that's fine, that's perfectly fine. We're going to let the people decide. Only political parties do that. (laughs) Yeah, you know, well, uh, the Kiwanis doesn't. Well, yeah, the Knights of Columbus doesn't. doesn't. Any Any
2: organization, any club, and you have to realize the republic, the parties are private organizations they are not public organizations they're private the republicans determine who the population gets to vote for in the primary or in the uh yeah in the in the uh in the general they get to choose who is going to run and who doesn't get to run if you're a republican you get to vote for a republican
0: well um Keep us updated on where this goes, the opposition. Like I said, I find this interesting. And, and there, I think there's going to be a lot of discussions regarding this. Well, especially if the time comes and you find some that you are going to reject. Oh, yeah. That, then we're, we'll definitely hear about that. Um, and, uh, of course, with this being we're strictly caucus, uh, this presidential election, we're going to be having a lot of these different discussions, which, again, I enjoy being, uh, because it's not partisan so much, and you have a lot of people that don't really know how these things work. And so it's an opportunity for us to inform and educate. Don Character, Yeah. If,
2: if you want to go back, Repack Repackmo. Okay, cool. That is the organization. Yeah, make sure Sarah knows. And it's, uh, it's a it. repul- mo m o, dot com. And that will give you a lot more information about this vetting process. And I've got tons more yeah. i mean i could have sat and talked for another 10 minutes I about know. this but there's a lot more information out there that we need
0: to get out to the uh, folks we'll have you back on it so that they know don carricker is always a great Thank pleasure you. sir appreciate yep. it springfield's talk 1041 i'm nick reed we're making new
2: investments to enhance the transparency of ukraine's institutions and to bolster the rule of law this
1: is springfield's talk 1041 you're listening to nick reed in the morning
0: on springfield's talk 1041 huh. Uh, Uh, Broadcasting live from Scramblers, Friday Roadshow, sponsored by Affordable Towing, the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. 447-KSGF, you want to text in, you can use that anytime, by the way. Of course, we're not monitoring it 24 hours a day, but if there's something you think of in the middle of the day or... You wake up at 1 in the morning and you think of it and you want to send it in. Uh, we do see those in the morning during the show and when we are in studio. So you can utilize that anytime in a great way. You, like, I can't remember the number. I remember the American Transmissions talk a Text Line but not the number. Download the app. You open the app and then you just hit the button that says Text to Studio and it's as easy as that. And plus another bonus of having the app is you get important notifications like you get this afternoon with today's special ksgf at godfather's pizza it will inform you as to the special that will take place for a limited period of time this evening at one of the area four area um, godfather stores battlefield nixa ozark and springfield and they deliver for most of the area as well so just another added bonus of having the ksgf app traffic update now i'm nick reed You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. I, I thought I'd mention, I, I saw this actually posted on social media, a little bit of a traffic update. If it hasn't been corrected, now there's some construction. I guess this would be, this is Easy and Elm, so that, I think that's where the new roundabout's going in, um, uh, in the Republic area, Wilson's Creek. but So they have these, signs up four-way stop but it's not four-way here's the posting someone says fyi be careful the signs at zz and elm in the construction zone are wrong one sign has a warning that says always stop all 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 ways so in other words you pull up and it's telling you essentially a four-way stop but the other says cross traffic doesn't stop so there's evidently some confusion as to that uh... they they post the only stop signs are east and west traffic we contacted green county sheriffs yesterday but today the signs are still wrong um, and someone noted, yeah, that's probably why there was an accident there this morning. So you may just, you know, take a little extra caution if you do happen to be in that ZZ Hines area. The first alert forecast, sponsored by Navant, employee benefits that work. Today, a chance we'll see return of showers and thunderstorms, otherwise partly sunny, a high of 78. Tonight, rain 65, chance of rain tomorrow 82, Sunday chance for rain with a high near 76, and
3: Sarah Meyer. Thank
4: you, and this morning I'm joined by Bruce with Beatles Property Maintenance. How are you?
3: I'm doing good. It's going to be a beautiful day.
4: Oh, yes. So I'm going to assume that you guys are going to be crawling under crawl spaces, some Uh, pumps, all that good stuff.
3: Every time it rains, every (laughs) time it rains. It amazes me that we never run out of crawl spaces that flood yep you know it's one like of these days you, would you think, will you would think okay we get a heavy rain we're gonna take care of everybody but apparently people never look under their house I don't know
4: so uh, Saturday do you know what Saturday is
3: uh, tomorrow
4: yes. But it's also the uh, the first day of fall.
3: Oh, is it? It is. I know it's the day that I have seven of my grandkids spending the night.
4: In your little farmhouse. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's always full.
3: It's a very full.
4: So when it comes to home repairs and maintenance, especially when we start moving into fall and into that cooler weather, are there certain home repairs that people kind of need to be aware of?
3: Well, one of the most entertaining things every year that we run into is people, and people nick pointed out a good point they're waiting until they're done using it they wait until the weather starts to turn cold to call us to come stain their deck and uh once it's cold well it needs to be you know it needs to be over you know 45 50 degrees is is optimum and, and not turning to freezing at night so if you're wanting to get your deck work done whether you're doing it yourself or whether you're having us out or somebody else don't wait until the temperature turns um that that actually needs to be done when it's a little bit warmer so there are some things like that that you know take a walk around your house uh is there is there some cracking around the windows in the paint that needs to be taken care of is there you know something with the siding those outdoor repairs are best done when it's warm so, so and right that, now is a good time to do and, it and it is best done before the winter sets in so yeah jump in uh just take a walk around Um, if you're not really sure what you're looking for, give us a call. Um, we can have one of our estimators come out and walk the house with you and he can point out, you know, different things. We can get you an itemized estimate. People want to, you know, get those things done, then we can go ahead and get them done for them.
4: Is that something that you guys do often? Um, kind of like fall, just general inspections.
3: We don't do a lot of general inspections, but we have we have several customers that'll call us and just say, "Hey, I was I was concerned about this, or I was wondering about that." Mm-hmm. We'll come out and take a look. Doesn't cost anything um, for you to to have us out, um, you know, and just take a look and and get another opinion.
4: One more question: Is there anything specific that you guys have been noticing here a lot more lately? More <laughs> jobs that you've been getting called for more frequently?
3: You know. It, it's funny because everything seems to go in cycles lately it's been termites and rot and we've just been doing a ton and that's something that. you guys do yeah huh? that is we, all right we uh hopefully can do it from underneath but on those occasions we can't we tear out the floor and go from the top and and uh yeah it just depends on the level of damage and, and we jump in and Get it corrected.
4: All right, very good. Now, if somebody's out there listening and they have a home repair or maintenance need, how do they get a hold of you?
3: Uh, they can either uh, call the office, 840 3330. They can go to our website, beetlespm.com, or of course, they can go to your endorsements page at KSGF.
4: All right, sounds good. Well, I hope you have a great weekend with them grandkids. Oh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> this is Sarah Myers, Springfield's Talk 1041.
0: Yesterday, I had. Uh Another unfortunately disturbing conversation with a small business owner, local, in Springfield. And it was a happen chance meeting. Um, uh, I, I was in search of certain product, not drugs, by the way. And I asked a friend of mine who I knew would be knowledgeable in this area, and I'm being vague for specific reasons, you'll learn. And I said, hey, do you know where I can get this? And he's like, oh, yeah, actually, he said, I'm texting you the, this guy. He owns a, this business, and and uh, this would be the great resource. So he sent me the info, and I, I find out where the store is, and, and so I go over there. And he is in the process of loading things up they were doing some moving and uh, I forget for exactly what reason and so I tell him what I'm looking for he's like well we don't really have it here and so forth and I explained to him well my friend told me and we got to talking well at some point he realizes you know he we, we get into conversation he knows who I am and and he uh, w- is opening a an additional storefront that would be convenient for me as a consumer and I was like oh great and I told him I, I, I said well I knew that that was actually happening but I didn't know when and he said well we have the first permit we're just waiting on the city for the others and I said oh well good luck with that and he begins to just tell the story that I have heard over and over and over again from small business owners in Springfield and that is how anti-small business the city of Springfield is when it comes now they may talk the talk and you know the mayor has his state of the city address and talking about the importance of small businesses, but they they literally, because of their behavior, unnecessarily put a number of small businesses out of business, destroy lives. And it has to do with the process, the approval process of, you know, Springfield city government coming in and giving them the thumbs up that they can open. And while some of this is traditional government, government, you know, taking care of all of us, thank goodness they're there because government does such a great job of running things properly. So you can't have in our free society, a business without government coming in and checking and making sure you're doing this right, that right. And, of course, they have to sign off on it, and you get to pay for this pleasure. You all, even, you know, I hear these stories because of what I do. You've seen some of these stories. Um, You've seen, it's usually a restaurant. Over the past year, there have been a couple of restaurants that are in the news because they're moving. It's supposed to be open on this date. The date comes and it goes. They're still not open. A month goes by. Two months goes by. Six months goes by. A year later. And the story is always the same. It's the city. And I'm, I'm talking to this small business owner, and he said, you know, the problem is if you make a stink, everyone knows your name goes to the bottom of the pile. And he also said, and this is what I, I, I've heard before. That if you're some massive corporation with a big box store coming in from out of state or out of town, they roll out the red carpet for you. Whatever you need, they bend over backwards to make it happen. But if you're somebody who's lived in Springfield your whole life, you're trying to create a small business here in Springfield, they couldn't give two craps about the fact that dragging their feet for many small businesses is too much that the business can even take in order to open, and they break them. What is equally, I equally—I've know uh, some of you have heard me talk about this before, it is beyond me that there is no one that is out there making an issue of this, other than, I guess, me, but it doesn't do any good. There's not a single member on the city council that cares enough about small business owners in Springfield to be screaming from high heaven about this. This is not needed. It's not necessary. This is totally and completely unnecessary and they can I'm sure rationalize it all they want tell themselves that it's not their fault but the fact of the matter is for years I have heard consistent stories and we've seen the results of these businesses that and you know how much money these people some of these people this is their livelihood I'm not saying this happens to every small business. Some get lucky. But there is a culture here. And and I know it is a culture because I will meet people randomly who are business owners that talk about their experience. Some of these people, they're, they're, all of their savings will take a second mortgage out on their home. Their lives are on the line. And every single day they're not open is a day that they are not making money to pay back those loans. And they express the attitude of the city is a big F you. We'll get to you when we want. Oh, you want to complain? You can go to the bottom of the pile. And no one is standing up for these people. And part of the problem, and I understand this, is the business owners, they keep their mouths shut because they're afraid of repercussions. Which is one of the reasons that you make it, no, you create a culture of fear and intimidation so that they do keep their mouths shut. That is another common theme I've heard for going on years now in Springfield when it comes to small business owners is that, you know, their lives are, you know, the the screws are just put to them. But they don't want to say anything. And, and when you have an organization like the Chamber, who should be the one out there screaming the loudest, instead of funneling money to some of these elected officials, they should be the ones holding them to the mat. And it is just beyond me, and frankly, uh, to me, it's disgusting that there is no, whether that the mayor doesn't stand up for these small businesses in a meaningful way. I'm not talking about lip service. That's crap that for years now it has not gotten any better arguably it has gotten worse and the and i just if you were if you were to say to anyone as i'm saying now who is the one person that can make a difference that actually stands up for these small businesses when it comes to this the answer is no one There's no one on the council that can go, oh, yeah, everyone knows this is the person that council meeting after council meeting, they're standing up. This is the person that's demanding answers. No one's saying, certainly don't say it about the mayor. The Chamber of Commerce certainly isn't that entity. And it's so frustrating because it's, it's such, it's so wrong. There's not a single person or entity that is, you know, trying to make a change for this. And I find myself frustrated because I just, I don't know what else to do. I don't even have a business in Springfield, and it infuriates me, (laughs) totally infuriates, as I'm sure you can tell. And I got set off yesterday because, once again, here I run into a local small business owner who is telling me the same story I've heard countless times, and it just every time makes me more and more angry. Springfield's Talk 104.1, live from Scramblers, I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Look at Sarah Meyer. Hey, that's
4: me, and hunting season is among us, friends. And if you are needing to stock up on all of your hunting firearm needs, I recommend that you take a trip down to Quick Draw Gun in Monette and speak to Brad and his team. Now, Brad and his team are fantastic when it comes to customer service, and they can help you out with everything from uh, ammo restock. If you are needing to add to your firearm collection, maybe this is the first year that you are hunting, or maybe you're doing some youth hunting. your kiddos they can help you out with that as well um, plus they also have tons of accessories and they also do sarah coding services and laser engraving as well so keep that in mind so if you are needing any of those services i do recommend quick draw gun in Monet. they are fantastic and you can find all of their contact information their store hours their location all of that is going to be housed under the sarah's endorsements tab at ksgf.com
0: all right. Uh, let's see. I accidentally closed out this story, so I had to reopen it. Soros-backed organization enlists Hollywood celebrities to advocate for sexually inappropriate material in schools. This is the ongoing effort to put pornography in the schools. And there rarely do we hear pushback and, and claims that this isn't pornography. And I think the reason that the activists do not make that claim is because... All it takes is a person to read this out loud, and it's clear it's pornography. I mean, it, it's a, it's a very difficult to not. If it is material that you cannot read over the public airwaves, if it is material that when read results in law enforcement removing people from, be it a council meeting or a school board meeting, it's pornographic, okay? And they know it is. Which is why they do everything they can, which is why the news leader, when they write stories about, quote, banned books, they never print the excerpts from the the books. Now, progressives advocating for the inclusion of this pornography in libraries and classrooms have found a new way to push back against what they call book banning, moveon.org which is backed by George Soros, and we're all familiar with the organization, Left Wing, they've recruited Hollywood celebrities to make the case for keeping pornographic materials in schools. Hollywood celebrities like Ariana Grande, Judd Apatow, Chelsea Handler lending their support to the initiative trying to reframe the removal of pornography from school libraries as book bans. Other stars joining the effort include Rob Reiner, Mark Ruffalo, Billy Porter, Ellen Barkin, Patton Oswalt, John Leguizamo, and Piper Parabo. Oscar-winning filmmaker Guillermo del Toro added his name to the list of Hollywood supporters, which disappoints me, but I'm not surprised. Uh, LeVar Burton, you can go down the list. Now, just throw out my thought in terms of marketing here. I'm not sure that there is any industry in this country that is more synonymous with sexual assault and deviancy and covering it up than Hollywood. I'm not really sure that those would be my go-to people to try to convince Americans that the proper place for pornographic material is in schools. Anyone who pays attention knows that it is common knowledge in Hollywood that underage children deal with being targeted sexually by adults. This is not a this is not a secret. There have been those like Corey Feldman who have come out so far as to claim, you know, talk about some of these are very well known, famous names. It is known and it's not uncommon that there are oftentimes pool parties that have taken place amongst these and a lot of these aren't people that you necessarily know the names of. You got producers, you have, you know, the people who make the films happen and uh, specifically underage boys, though underage girls do get it as well. You listen to any Adult today that was a Hollywood actor as a child, Alyssa Milano. I mean, you can you can just go down the who have told the stories about how, at very 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 young age ages, they were inappropriately inappropriately made or subject to uh, have been made advances towards by adults that were sexual in nature. People know that Hollywood is the place to go if you want to in a position of power subject underage children to sexual advances. For the people who want pornography in elementary schools to tap that industry as the industry to help them, I think tells us a lot. That should not, for the average American, be a marketing decision that sways Americans towards their point of view, that should be a marketing decision that makes a lot of people who aren't really sure about the motivation of these people raise a huge red flag and go, wait a minute, if they're wanting this, maybe I should think twice. And let's not forget that just this week, the author of one of the books that so often gets, quote, banned, came out and said, this book is not for kids. Springfield's Talk 1041. i I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk
1: 1041. Uh, I, I wanted to, um, to let like, no you know what Chris had to say, now Chris Craig.
0: He is Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. We had an absolute positive experience working with her. She was the buyer's agent on our new home and the seller's agent of our former home. She worked so hard to make sure things ran smoothly for us, helped us through some challenges, was a true advocate when we needed one. I don't think you could convince me that anybody could have done better. We don't have intentions of moving any time soon again, but when the time comes, Emily will be our first call. That's what you get. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Uh, We are expecting rain. Don't forget to watch for that notification on the Godfather's special, Godfather's Pizza Special, through your ASGF app. That will be coming later this afternoon. Any of the show you missed on the On Demand section, of course. Talk to you Monday. I'm Nick Reed. (laughs)